GM friends, LFG Wagme, Dior, NFA. Welcome to Exploring NFTs and Web3. I'm your host as always, OC Collins. Let's get to it. All right, I know it's been a little while. It's been a very busy couple of weeks for me. After getting back from Japan, I had to go hard with the business. I did work while I was there, but three weeks away from the home base, the headquarters, definitely I had to go double time when I got back. And then... Obviously, as we talked about before, being in this crypto winter canyon, it's definitely a time to build right now. So I'm still super excited and optimistic about the space. And honestly, realistic is how I feel, not even optimistic. Because this is just that continuation of the evolution of the internet, of the web. This is not a fad or a bubble. Of course, some things inside of it are that just like anything you're going to have in the the dot-com bubble in the very beginning of web one you had tons of companies that disappeared aol netscape plenty of players that disappeared that lost that went bankrupt but the technology as a whole the internet it stayed and it grew and obviously what would our world be today without internet web connectivity information that everyone can access and most of the world, no matter what your socioeconomic status is, most people in this day and age, if the country allows it, they have access to the internet and information and tools that can help them really change their life and not just change their life. Now, some of the biggest innovation in all sectors are coming from the what we call the third world. Africa has crazy amounts of innovation because they have the need, they have problems, they have no other options. And now they have the information that they can use and the tools to be able to create new innovative solutions to the problems they have. And again, with Web2, with the social media platforms, there were a lot of uh, companies, MySpace, Friendster, Yahoo's, tons that are gone now today, but the social media platform is stronger than ever. It's the multi, I don't know how many hundreds of billions of dollars all of the marketing is is bringing in for these giant companies and just all the user base, the amount of influence. It's one thing to have profit and high revenues, but the influence that you have with these social media platforms is on a whole nother level. But to go back, the technology stayed, even though there were fads in certain companies that lost when bankrupt disappeared but the foundation of the technology it continued on so of course the same thing is happening now with web3 and you're seeing the bubble so of course there's companies that are going to lose everything and disappear in the next year the people that invested into them or bought into them just like any other investor in all of the other companies that i mentioned they lose everything more or less so that's just how it goes when you invest into new technologies when you're the part of the innovator and the early adopter phase of course sometimes you have the possibility to win and something that almost seems like a lottery ticket or a 10x 100x profit but in general 90 percent of the people they might make that the key is they're not making it they're having it in gains but they don't realize them they don't sell it when it's high so then it drops back down super low And at one point in the year, they were a quote-unquote, we used to call them paper millionaires. Now we'll call it a digital millionaire. 
but still not in liquid assets. Or it is liquid, but they didn't liquidate. So when the price drops back down, they're no longer a digital millionaire. And so that part is going to be a big realization for people. But the beautiful thing for me is that it's happening quickly. I like to see what a problem is, deal with it. It's like a Band-Aid. Rip that shit off quick so you can move on, heal, figure out what your next step is, and keep moving forward. One of our main ethos for climate right is constant evolution. Never stop the momentum. So even when you trip and fall, you just need to get up and keep going again full speed. And right now is that time. So for anyone and companies and people out there that believed in the technology of Web3, even though they might have gotten caught up in the FOMO and buying a $10,000 piece of digital art that now is worth $1,000 or nothing, remember that the original reason why you were excited was the technology. So go back to that. Let go of your loss. Everyone loses. And I understand that a lot of people that are in the space right now never saw themselves as art speculators or financial investors. But that is what this space is at the moment. The utility still is not come out to the forefront. It's something that we're personally working on. That's why I haven't pushed out a project yet because the utility is the most important. And Building that framework and that piping system takes a lot of work and it's something that you have to take more time on. I've had great art. It's been an interesting process because I've created different digital art projects that I can use as NFTs that I will use in the future. But now I'm just archiving them. I'm not, I had the first idea to create these pieces of digital art, create it into a 500, 10,000, whatever piece NFT project and release that. But now I'm seeing that the art is always a part of it, but it's secondary. The first part is the utility. And for me, since all of our NFTs are connected with physical products, as well as high impact, high quality carbon offset credits, everyone has to show and link to that product, to that carbon offset. And it gives you other things, access to our community. So we're all about that part of the connecting the physical and digital, which is, it's not hard, but it's not plain and simple because no one's really done this before. So creating the digital copy, the digital NFT that goes with every physical product has been a somewhat of a challenge, but a challenge that I've enjoyed. And it gives you, for me, whenever I see a challenge, I then end up with new design possibilities that I would have never come up with if I didn't have said challenge. So Whenever I hear people say, so whenever I hear people say that certain parts, you can't add a whole high, high fidelity audio onto the blockchain. You can't add super high quality images or 4k video directly to the blockchain. So they see this as a reason why the blockchain will not succeed. What I see is the future Microsoft's and Google's of the world will be the people who figure out how to compress and put this data into the blockchain. 15 years ago, people laughed at the idea of being able to stream videos through the air and having Netflix. We still were getting the videos in the mail. I can see how in the past this has happened in the matter of a decade or so. So I'm sure with Moore's law, computer chips growing, and then also just the effect of all of these different groups that are working on it simultaneously with all of these groups working on it, 
it's going to happen much quicker than most people think. And it's going to be the next trillion dollar companies. This is just a little bit of my optimistic take on what's happening in the space right now, where we're going. Again, I see, I know some people are quite depressed. Their, their pocketbooks, their wallets, their art collection is not valued. It's not worth what it was a few months ago, but you have to stay in there. Don't concentrate on that part. Just like any time in life, you can be sad, be depressed for a moment, but at a certain point, you're just wallowing in it. You're just staying in negativity. So you have to pass that, move on and find what the next thing is going to be. And again, just stay consistent. Just keep working. It's not going it, to, it went so fast up. It, it got people so much profit. Again, it almost seemed like a lottery. Like people just were winning the lotto. They were becoming millionaires overnight. That is not sustainable. And this is just the first semi-mainstream crash. It's not for the whole crypto market, but since the past, I would say two years that it's really become mainstream and not even mainstream. Cause again, we're only at around 1% adoption for the population of the world. 1%, this is nothing. When we all say mainstream, or if you're listening to this and we all think that everyone knows about it, actually very few people know about it. People are starting to hear the word NFT and crypto and they know Bitcoin. A few of them understand or know what Ethereum is, but this is all still so very new that 99% of the population doesn't know. There is so much growth because 99% of the population has not yet understood and become a part of using this technology on a daily basis. So as soon as this happens over the next, I would say five years, we'll get to a place of 20% adoption in the populace. This is going to be whatever you see now is big money and big profits will be nothing in the future, but in the future, it will be again, much more utility with amazing art and collectability attached to it and, or amazing art and collectability with great utility attached to it. Oh yeah. I am live in Mexico. If I didn't say that I am here in Leon, Guanajuato. It's a place I've been coming to for almost 12 years now. It's right in the center of the country. It's a beautiful city. It's a beautiful area, Guanajuato, the state, Del Bajio. It's in the valley. And then Guanajuato, the city, where I'm heading to in just a little bit here, is up in the mountains. It's where Frida Kahlo lived and her husband. An amazing artistic town. I'm here working on a project I've been working on for quite a few years and we're bringing it into the fold for the climate right corporate umbrella. It will be ultra luxury, small batch tequila. So this means it will be super limited edition straight from the distillery delivered to people in the States. So no one is doing this currently direct from the distillery to you, and it will be a members only club. So if you are part of the climate right community, you will have access to be able to buy or put yourself on the list to be able to be a part of buying a membership for the tequila. Once you buy the membership, it will give you access to a certain amount of bottles from our vault, which will then be sent directly to you. It's going to obviously, as always, it's nature positive. So it's going to give back more to the environment than it took out. It's a great way to help you offset your carbon footprint and have fun while you do it. Of course, all of the tequila, all of the bottles will have an NFT connected to it. 
that's going to show the provenance, where it came from in Mexico, the carbon offset credits that are connected to it, and give you your access to the larger climate right community. It's also going to have a very special, just like an NFT market, where if you buy in first, you're able to then profit with us as we grow. We are, like I said, this will be a members only. So there is a very profitable secondary market for limited edition, high quality liquor, collectible liquor. And so we hope to, just the same as NFTs, give our community the first access. They're the only ones that can buy it. We don't sell it in liquor stores. So then if you want to buy it on the secondary market, you buy it from one of our founding members. They're able to make a profit on it. And of course, we get a nice little royalty on it on the back end. That's a little glimpse of what I'm doing here. Again, I'm heading up to Guanajuato. If anyone doesn't know the area, check it out. It's G-U-A-N-A-J-U-A-T-O. Guanajuato. It's one of the most beautiful cities in the world. It's up in the mountains. If you're talking about picturesque, Instagram ready. Usually when I go there, people send me DMs asking me if I'm in Spain or Italy or France because of how the architecture looks. It's an amazing city. It was the richest city in the world from 1825 to 1900. Produced about three quarters of the world's silver. It was the jewel in the Spanish crown. So amazing architecture, amazing art, culture, beautiful place. Check it out. Until then, we'll go over a few other things before we get off here real quick. Ethereum obviously has hit its all-time low in the past year and the past almost two years of around like 890. Again, I was calling it around 900 on the bottom. It's come back up from there. Similarly, Bitcoin hit about 18,000, 19,000. I do think this is, hopefully, <laughs> and again, as always, this is not financial advice. Do your own research. But I do think this is somewhere around the bottom of, the, of this winter, of this quote-unquote crash, or as I would like to call it, a correction. As we talked about before, the canyon is usually very narrow on the bottom. So when you hit that deep spot, you shouldn't be there too long before you start coming back up the other side. And that is what it looks like it is doing. So hopefully we keep up moving on this trajectory as the summer moves on and as more things happen with the merge and all these other utilities that will be coming to play as all this old dust gets swept away as far as the companies and projects that have not made it through. And then that will give the place and room for all the growth of the new companies, as well as the ones that were able to survive and flourish during this winter. All right. And then one last thing, Solana has definitely been making a move. Checked it out just now this week. It has like over 30% of the NFT volume going through Solana. I'm sorry, in the past 24 hours, in the past week, it has about 25%, uh, 20% of it, and then similar for the 30 days. So in the past, Solana usually is around 10 or 15%, maybe hitting 20 sometimes, but now it's starting to consistently hit 20%. And on some of these 24-hour rolling, it's hitting a higher 20, 30, 40%. So that's something definitely to keep an eye out for me personally, we will be using Solana. It looks like for certain products, it depends on what the product is, how it will be used, what kind of uh, play we want with it. Cause since you can transact and create a uh, more game effect using Solana, because there's not high transaction fees every time someone does something with the NFT, but then for 
are higher priced items, we will still be using the Ethereum blockchain just because of the amount of money that flows through there, the security and the perception of quality. That's something looking at the market right now. This is my, again, my optimistic, realistic point of view, really trying to step back and understand, not jump, not to sit in the negativity bowl and to really look ahead and see, remember the technology is great. This is an evolution. There is no stopping evolution. That's it. People might not like it, but there is no stopping evolution. All right. All right, everybody. We'll end it out as always. Dior NFA, do your own research. This is not financial advice. And until next time, have a great day. Peace out.